What's up? So, what story in the Bible uh, reminds you of worship the most? Um, my favorite story is where Satan was tempting Jesus in the wilderness when he uh, told him, "If you, I'll give you all these possessions. I'll give you all these kingdoms." if you'll bow down, if you'll fall down and worship me. That's my favorite one, because it, it demonstrates Jesus' understanding of the power of worship, and it shows just how far Satan will go to try to keep us from worshiping God. That's why that's my favorite one. Okay. How long have you been preaching slash pastoring? I have been preaching since August of 1981, and I have been pastoring since uh, 1985, I started pastoring in Sunset, Arkansas, at a church called Pleasant Grove. So that's 1985. Pastoring since 19, preaching since 1981, pastoring since 1985. Who do you hope grabs the revelation of true worship? Everybody with a cell phone. That's who I, that's who I hope grabs the revelation of worship and the revelation of worship. Everybody with a cell phone because cell phone is so immediate and we can communicate immediately our thoughts with a cell phone and we can communicate with anybody, with strangers all over the world. That's, that's who I hope gets. Hey, Damaris. Hi, Costa. How are you, Damaris? Doing fine, how are you? Good to see you. Thank you. How has worship changed? It gave me a new ministry. And it gave me a new focus. And it gave me a new trajectory. And it gave me an endless um, reservoir of content. Um, and by that I mean, I don't have to re-preach sermons. I don't have to re-preach somebody else's sermon. Um, worship opened up a whole new, a whole new door for me, man. In your darkest moments, do you choose worship, prayer, or praise? Which do I choose? Worship, prayer, or praise? In my darkest moments, I don't choose either. <laughs> In my darkest moments, my mind is too cloudy to, uh, to think, man. But my default my default perspective is prayer in my darkest moments because that's the immediate opportunity, like I was talking about the cell phone, that's my immediate opportunity to let them know, you know, I need you in this situation, I need you right now. So the immediate, the immediate response is to go to prayer. Um, and praise is mixed in to my prayer because, and I don't know when I started this, but I start all my prayers with hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And so I guess then worship would become, in my darkest moments, worship becomes my third uh, option because in my darkest moments, I'm not usually not in a space where 
I can prostrate, which is my preferred mode of worship. When was the last time you worshiped? About 1 p.m. today, about 1 p.m. Um, this morning, I had a funeral to attend, an Olive's funeral, and um, was present with that family in that moment and worshiped in that context, but that was not for me. Um, so it was about one o'clock when I, when I got to church, when I got to my office that I worship. What do you think about while you worship? Well, the whole point is not to think, you know, um, but I find myself thinking about not thinking. I find myself thinking about stop thinking and focusing on me, on my body, on my breathing um, on his presence in me. Not so much God outside of me, but God in my flesh. I mean, you know, that may not make sense, but that's, I'm thinking about this, this clay and the breath in me and and how that's God in me. That's what I'm thinking about when I'm worshiping. Has worship ever not worked for you? No, because my understanding of worship is that it's not for me, it's for him. So if, if worship is seen as something that's working for me, then it would never work it would never work for me. But if it's seen as working for him, if it's something that he wants, something that he craves, then it always works, regardless of, of what it does for me. How do you settle your mind while you're worshiping? That's, that's a job. Um, again, I, I focus on my, this, this corporeal flesh and it being in contact with the altar or kissing my hands and the actual physical motion that focuses my mind. And over time, it's just become a lot easier. It's just become a lot easier because of practice, man. Um, it's, not, it's not so difficult to settle my mind these days. Um, Cause I know I really believe what we say about worship and that it consecrates the man. And that's a metaphysical, biological process that I submit myself to, and it just happens. What are you, what are you praying for when you're laying hands on people? As I lay my hands on them, that they receive happiness, health, prosperity, wholeness, with every touch, happiness, healing, and hope. Happiness, healing, and hope. And speaking of that, I don't know, I don't know why 
I started doing that. That's when you know it's, it didn't come from you. It did, and it comes so clear. Um, it's got to be from God. So, and now lately there are so many people who come and lay prostrate that it's like, wow. And and now I'm having to almost navigate. It's like a landmine. You know, I gotta keep from stepping on people's fingers or stepping on their eyeglasses. Um, but I. I wouldn't trade it for the world and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to miss touching anybody. However, there is going to come a time when There's going to come a time when there are going to be too many people for me to lay my hand on them back. And that's what I've been thinking about lately. And that's a great thing, man. That something that started out with one person, me, grows organically to the point where there's a critical mass and I don't I, I physically wouldn't be able to, to do that to lay hands on everybody's back what that means is that those human beings those those bodies like cells like human cells have duplicated and multiplied themselves and have carried that happiness, healing, and hope into their various realities and there won't be a need for me to do that. There, I don't know, again, I would not have, that wasn't a part of my plan. I didn't plan to lay my hands on people. But that's what it came to. And it is growing beyond my ability to be able to do that. Um, right. Can we worship now? Absolutely. And this right here, I don't know why I started doing that either. But when I started it, out of my mouth came, worship is warfare. And it's, and like that ever since.